This is the 20 by 20 podcast, baby. Episode 49, and I am Nathan McFly with Mr. Scheiss, <laughs> SM2, and LP Dangerously. Oh, yeah, baby. Y'all heard that sound clip. And shout out to the Nation of Domination. Yeah. Fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Finally. All right. <laughs> Yo, but that so goes well. Like, nah, I saw something about that. I, Yo, felt, I felt the vibe. I was like, yeah, let me just say this shit right now. But not for yeah. nothing. Shout out to the Nation of Domination. And shout out to Kofi Kingston, bro. Yes. Hey, for yes. getting that W. At WrestleMania. Can we get can we get like an eighty slow clap from the movies? Like Oh hell yeah. Let's do it for ourselves here. Yeah! Oh my god, man. Not for nothing. I had a different chant going on instead of Kofi Mania. I was, uh... Kofi, Kumbaya. Kofi, Kumbaya. Yo, son, Kofi kill him, baby, and he killed that show. Facts. Yo, that was probably one of the most exciting feelings I ever had watching professional wrestling. Like, just watching something that people thought, even though people were... So on his side, people thought it was not going to happen. Regardless of what the fans were saying, regardless of the feelings, the vibes that was going through every arena New Shice. Day was in. Shice. Yeah, I, I definitely Shice. didn't think he was going to win. Especially just the way because WWE is. like They make you think a certain way by the things that they do in their program. So... Automatically, I was like, nah, they're not, they're not going to make Kofi champion. Nah, nah, it's not going to happen. It's too good to be true, Stop right? Stop it, guys. You're just overworking yourselves. It's not going to happen. Stop thinking like a fan. Yeah, and <laughs> thanks to the wrestling baby Jesus, he won. Wrestling baby Facts. Jesus. Like, what was... Guys, get, give me... Like, give me an insight on that feeling when you finally heard that three count. Yo, uh, you remember that moment in WrestleMania where they had that British actor who played Bullet Tooth Tony come out and he was like, this is going to be emotional. Yeah. That was emotional, son. <laughs> that was an emotional fucking match. I was, I, I, not for nothing, I betted against him for, you know, usual pay-per-view. Yes. You know. Yes. I'm glad I lost on that one <laughs> because I really wanted Kofi to win. I Like, son, I did not want to see... Daniel Bryan get that W, and then they extend this feud where Kofi ends up dying off. You know, yeah. sometimes we, they build him up, and then you kind of kill off his fucking flow. And they yeah, never right. give him the championship, and then they just send him back into the mid-cards. Just like Jinder. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was I was literally thinking of him. But um, one thing I like about it is he won with no controversy. Straight one, two, three. Yeah. No help. Kofi. Fucking Kingston. Chase. It's your fucking words, boy. <laughs> what did you think, like, when you first seen that three count? It, I was like, oh, something's about to happen, probably. You know, like, because it, it didn't feel real to me. Like, I haven't felt good for a guy to get the bill that he actually deserved, you know, for yeah, a long yeah, yeah. time. And, uh, you know, it was good. It was good. It was good for wrestling. It was good for the culture. And, yeah. First African born. That's Pretty insane, dope, bro. From Ghana. That's dope, man. Ah, word? Yeah. yeah. First African ah, dope. born. I did not know that. Yeah, first African born heavyweight. Well, not, they don't call it a heavyweight belt anymore, but WWE champion. That's the umbrella. That's it. That's the Damn, bro. Right like, Very dope. That that's a feeling and a moment that's gonna live throughout all of professional wrestling. Straight Obama vibes. Words. Oh, like yo, my my WWF champion is oh my WWE champion is black. <laughs> yo, especially <laughs> speaking about vibes, especially the vibes at um Wale Mania when you see him on stage and then you mm. see him with other rappers and you know you see the celebration like dude you're like we up there we made it like this is hip hop and we're there you know what I'm saying like yo you're in Wrestlemania it's like Facts. that love that you feel and then that's when I, I looked at it more like yo word bro yeah, I, like, know, I know uh, Westside Gun going. seeing yo, not for, my yeah. bad but no, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah I know he was like do 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 yo seeing like both like like what Shice was just saying right now, hip hop and wrestling today, two things that we are very passionate about here on this podcast. Seeing that on stage and giving Kofi that platform, like everybody was there. Booker T said, "This is the time." He's like, "I've been fucking waiting to pass this torch to somebody who not only deserves it, but." Should have it. He should have been had it. Said that on stage, bro. You know what I'm saying? And brought out Kofi. And Kofi looked, looked, you know, the look on his eyes, the look on his face. He was just so enamored with all the love that he was receiving that night. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Shay, Shay Gasper from Crime Time. Mm. Big guy. Put him on his shoulders. Started, ah, everybody's just rocking back and forth. Samoa Joe being there. Um, the other guy, JTG. Uh, who else was there? Uh, Ricochet. Oh, so Crime Time was there, right? Crime Time was there. That's Ricochet was... Yo, shit, Ricochet was there. Booker T. Carmella. No, not Carmella. Carmel. Mm. Sorry. Can't, can't, uh, can't do that to the queen. A lot of love in the building. A lot of love in the building from all forms of hip-hop. Like you said, West Side Gun was there. Wale was there. Young Chris from the Young Guns was there. He ain't that young no more. No, he's not. <laughs> yo, but just showing that love, yo, bro. Yo, Westside Gun dope. dropped $13,000 on a front row ticket. How did to that watch make? history. That's fire. That's like, fire. that's how you do it. That's yeah. how you do it as a fan that made it. So, you know what? I'm going to drop 13 stacks on these tickets. I'm going to go dolo. <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in the front row with a hoodie on, with and, my chains out, and yell boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you saw that? Oh, yeah. yeah, like 
That's what's up. That's how you do it. That's that's hip hop right there. Word. Shout out, shout out to Westside Gun on that one, man. That was fire, B. But anything else you guys want to say about Kofi? Kofi? Shouldn't just make him like a, a, a triple crown winner or something? No, like he's more than a triple crown. He's a grand, grand slam. slam champion. The 13th in history of the company. Very mm. official. That's Very awesome. Official. So let me ask you Very guys nice. let me ask you guys a question. Um, everybody's happy, of course. Where do you see this going? Like, is this is this gonna end short? Or is this gonna be uh, a long reign for Kofi? Well, I'll say this. I am truly afraid of this being one of those month reigns. When I mean one of those month reigns is basically, you know, oh, you know, he's he's the hype for now, but they're not really into him. They just gave it us because we've been asking for it. That's not true, though. I'm hoping not. That's not. That's not this. They're not forced. They're not forcing it down. No, like no, they're not, no, no, they're no, no, asking no, 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 for this. I'm actually. not saying they force Everybody's it. Everybody's asking. That's for what I'm it. saying. They're like, yo, we're just gonna give it to the people because they were asking for so it. So until, but then we're gonna take it back until, until we get tired of them. And I, I'm pretty sure after the champion versus champion match, you guys was like a little nervous, like, oh shit. That's of course. What, oh, this is about to go down. Oh, I knew it. I that's, knew it. Kind of like a Zack Ryder yeah. turn. Yeah. That's was in the group chat. Yo, shout Sick. out to Zack Ryder, bro, Sick. for winning Sick. those belts. Yo, yo, shout out to Zack Ryder. Shout out to Zach Ryder. Shout out to in the house of yo, but, um, Zach Ryder and Curtis Hawkins. Yeah. So, what you say he's a Grand Slam champion, right? Yes, sir. Let's look at the list of Grand Slam champions, I, shall we? I, I feel like I can name them off the top. You definitely Bret Hart, Jeez, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Hold on, he's looking for the list. Yeah. But I agree All right, with those so, that you so look, we got Kurt Angle. Mm. Eddie Guerrero, mm-hmm. Edge, mm-hmm. Big Show, The Miz, Daniel Bryan, Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, oh, Seth man. Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston. And that's in the modern era, in the modern format, because the format changed with all these other titles coming in. Right, right, yeah. right. But right. if he still applies to the original format, because he won the tag team, Intercontinental, the U.S. and the world and the world title. Before they changed. No, no, not before they changed. No, they, 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 there was no U.S. The there was no U.S. title yeah, available. No back exactly. So the U.S. back back in the day, like they they consider like the the hardcore belt also. Like if you won that as well, that's why I think big big shows there. Mm-hmm. But in the original format, like he look look at the people he's with, bro. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Kane, Chris Jericho, Kurt Angle, like I said, Eddie Guerrero, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, Jeff Hardy. Uh, JBL, Christian, Big Show, like these are the best of the best. No, Bret Hart only had won the world title, he's a Hall of Fame, tag team title, and the IC belt. There wasn't that many belts. He never challenged for the European belt. Never challenged for the. I mean, he so, actually. I was gonna say Shawn Michaels won the European. I think he should be here. Yeah, because I I've never seen Shawn Michaels hold because the European. Bret Hart won the U.S. title in in uh, WWF. As well. WWF? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Mm. Ah, WWF. Controversy. Oh, US title. You're playing with me. U.S. title in WWF? Yeah. Well, where in he the... Came, he came back for a, a little dry spot. Damn, I can't remember who he beat for it. WWF? Yes. 
Yo, if AJ Styles wins the tag team belts, does that make him a Grand Slam champion? He's won, no, because he's only won the world title. And the U.S. title. And the U.S. title. You got to win at least four titles to be a Grand Slam champion. He never won the IC belt? No, no never. Not yet, sir. Not yet. Hold yo, hold yeah, he's won. He won the U.S. title in, in WWE. I'm gonna see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Give me one second, guys. He's on the Google later. Yep. beat the Miz. Bret Hart beat the Miz in 2010 for the U.S. title. Oh, yeah. On a Raw from Toronto. What? The Didn't he give fuck? it up or lose it after that? Like No, no. He, he, uh, yeah, he gave it up because it went it vacant. Yeah. That's a little weird. Because he became a Raw general manager uh, a week later. Mm. So you think he still belongs on that list? Uh, Yeah. I mean, he won... Not only the main title, a secondary title, a, a tertiary title, and a tag team title. He said tertiary. <laughs> uh, that was good. That was a good, knowledgeable word right there, sir. Very good. Thank you. That's the word of the day. But um, since we're still on the main event high and we're still on the championship match from WrestleMania, there was one thing that Big E had tweeted out. Now... He had tweeted out uh, something about a conversation him and Hulk Hogan had. Now, as we know, Hulk Hogan, uh, a video came out on him in 2015, uh, 2015 with a racist rant against basically black people calling him the N-word and everything. We're not going to get into it. We talk about it every once in a while on this podcast. And he was basically banished from... WWE in its entirety. He wasn't in the Hall of Fame alum. He wasn't even the alumni. Nothing. They weren't selling his merch. Nothing. Hulk Hogan comes back a couple of years later. WWE slowly but surely kind of put him back on TV with him coming to Crown Jewel last year and hosting Crown Jewel for the company, which is uh, one of their pay-per-view events in Saudi Arabia. Controversial. Now, controversial in its own. Yes, very much so. Now, Hulk Hogan comes out and he's basically a part of the intro for WrestleMania. I know there was people that were not feeling that and they hated the fact that he was even a part of this show in New York. But some fans who have already forgave him, I don't know, I'm not going to say it was from the fairest skin or the darkest skin. Some fans forgave him and, you know... Kind of like the fact that he was here just because of the nostalgia of it, of him winning his first title in New York City, you know, it was blah, 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 even though it's in Jersey, whatever. But getting back to Big E's tweet, he wrote, I like to think everyone deserves a path to redemption. I appreciate Hulk Hogan taking the time to apologize and hear my position today. So with that being said, and it's seeming like the new day, or maybe just Big E on his own, kind of forgave Hulk Hogan. I want to ask you guys this. What are your thoughts on that? 
Do you think Hulk Hogan should be accepted again? Can we move on from this situation? Tell me your side. Tell me tell me what you guys think. Shai, start it off. Yo, the reality is that in this world, bro, racism is alive and alive and well. And it's big. And you know, we could all joke around about different ethnics here and there, you know, just cuz it's jokes, you know what I'm saying? On 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 certain occasions, you know, it's just stupid, not no major like, you know, crack uh, when we crack on people for their looks, but stereotypes you, yeah like that's what you're talking about you're using stereotypes as kind of like a way to poke fun yeah but that's still a little still a little wild though man but, like, you, but you know what like it's when you're with people even that when you're at work like you see it when you're in the train or wherever you're at you're always seeing it yeah, yeah, yeah so for something mean. like that to happen you know publicly to a, a guy like that um, it's sad, and to me, honestly, I thought he should have went in front of the WWE crowd on mic and apologized through there. I think it would have been more sincere, and a lot of people probably would have felt um, forgiveness for him, you know? I thought he should have done that. I mean, I don't think... I don't think Big E... I don't even think Big E... Um, Accepted his apology really, or or forgave him. I think Biggie like kind of, kind of just tweeted out that like you know what like, I I let him know how I feel, mm-hmm. and I think he kind of like I he 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 must have been on the same note that Kofi was on, because Kofi was kind of like, you know I'm a bit indifferent to where, okay you apologizing like what do you want me to do about it like whatever. Like, said it. I'm not going to forgive you. I'm not going to bash you. I'm not going to shit on you. Like, whatever. You said it. I'm just, let's it. just move on. You know? Like, I'm not going to fucking get all hype because the Hulkster is in town. Like, those days are over. You kind of played yourself. And, like, to Chase's point, I get what you're saying in regards to, like, people just say shit like that and probably don't mean it. Honestly, I can't forgive him. Like, obviously, I know how he feels. Like, he's not just feeling... Like that towards black people. He'll probably say the same things about Latinos and, yeah. you know, Asians. And I'm talking about Indians and Chinese or Koreans and Japanese. You know, he could be just generalizing people in general because he's from a different era. I think we're, we're in a situation now where we're in between the baby boomers and the, like, future millennials. You feel me? Like, yeah. the millennials that are growing up from the 90s and shit like that. We're in the 80s where we saw the the... The switch up from everything. Like, we saw everything come into fruition. The social media, the technology that we got now. Internet. Yo, if this would have happened back then, I think this would have came out and, like, kind of brushed under the rug. You feel me? Absolutely. But now, since it's... it's We're able to play it back continuously as proof in front of people. Like, yo... Screw this guy. It'll never go away. He, yeah, it will never go away. Like, yo, he said it, but it was in a private conversation. You feel me? Yeah. So, I'm not going to forgive him because I know how he thinks now when he's privately talking to people. You know? I'll, I'll move on from it. But would I forgive him? I mean, would I forget? I mean, of course not. Like, I, like I'm going to move on from it. Like, you definitely move on from it. I like, think what I, I have to. 
Like at the end of it, you have to move on from it. If you keep but if you keep letting it like beat you beat you up personally, you're not gonna enjoy the show at, at a whole. You feel me? I, if I kept it like, yo, I can't mess with Hogan. I can't you. I can't take him personally or watching them on TV, especially with WWE. I can't enjoy WrestleMania. Word. But do you forgive him? No, I don't forgive him. But I'll and I'm not gonna forget. I'm just gonna move on. Okay. You know. All right. So his apology uh, doesn't mean shit. He, he could apologize. That's on him. I'm, he, it's a, it takes a big person to admit that you screwed up. You feel me? I feel that. But What I liked about the whole thing is that the apology in itself was a good gesture. The only reason why I'm saying that is because it's not being filmed. It's not being put out there to the public. Like if Biggie probably didn't put out that tweet, nobody probably would have known about it. You know what I'm saying? So for him to do it in a in a private setting, I thought was the right way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Now, should he be accepted? I feel like he's already accepted within the majority of the WWE universe. He's already accepted. For good, bad, and worse, whatever it may be, he's already accepted, bro. Yeah, but this is there's a stain on the Hulkster's hold bandana. On. No, no, yeah. yeah. There's no definitely there's a stain on it. People like LP said is it lives on just because it was recorded. You could go on YouTube and find it and just watch it whenever you want. Sometimes I do. There you go. Sick. You know what I'm saying? Sick. Can we move, can we move on from this? I, I think as LP said, people already moved on from moved on from that action, but they'll never forget. Is he going to be beloved the way he was? Never. It's not going to be like that again. It's not. For us to keep on holding a What the fuck are we holding a grudge for, bro? He ain't take money out of nobody else's pocket. All these black all these black wrestlers are still doing their thing, still doing what they got to do. And look what happened on Sunday. A black man became WWE champion. What Finally. is Mark Henry? Mark Henry held the world title. When you see that world title, you don't think WWE. You think WCW. Yeah, the big gold is WCW. When you see that WWE title, the one that Bruno San Martino held, Hulk Hogan held, uh, Ultimate Stone Warrior, Cold, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Brad, Rock, Ron Jericho. Simmons. No, Ron Simmons held the WCW, but I'm talking about uh, the WWE. Oh, no, I wish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look at those names that we just mentioned right now. Like... He's in there with those fucking names right there, B. And everybody want to talk shit about Jinder Mahal being champ, but you know what? That's that's fire too, bro. Right, that was a brown Indian motherfucker holding that shit. Yeah, nigga, let's do it. <laughs> let's get the more brown people there, baby. Since you're still going through the WrestleMania fields here, uh, what did you think, guys think about the Seth and Brock match starting up WrestleMania? Who has the first start, LP? I actually enjoyed it, bro. Yeah? That was a good opener. Good opener. Short and sweet. You know? It, it, it wasn't like a short segment itself with the match and all. But it was, what, like 10 minutes total? He had... Uh, it, he wasn't, had a, it, wasn't that, it wasn't even long. Yeah, Paul yeah. Heyman came out, talked his shit. Like, yo, we're going to you know be a part of this. and not going to main event. So we're just going to you know do our thing and leave. And then, boom, uh, Seth came out. Got his ass beat by Brock before he even got to the ring. For the bell, you went wrong. And then what? The match was what? Not like two and a half minutes at most. <laughs> like at from most. bell to bell. Yeah, and we got three curb stomps. That'll kill somebody if you did that on the street. <laughs> you go to Yo, jail and shit like that. <laughs> Will you call that a squash match? 
Yo, they didn't even it count. Wasn't, yeah. it Yo, dude, they didn't even count like the first like four minutes maybe Bro, of him getting his ass whooped. There was no bell. They counted from the bell. So from the bell until the end of the match. Two and a half minutes. Boom. Play the lotto, my nigga. And you hit the numbers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're nigga. cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> we're cool with it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but yeah, but yo, two and a half minutes long, bro. And that's about a bell. But to be honest, I felt that for the intensity that the match brought to the to the event, it was perfect for it to go on first. Mm-hmm. Because... With that, you know, that sudden shock. Because I'm pretty sure people are like, yo, Brock, Brock is going to keep it. Because every time, you know, people thought Roman was finally going to get over that home, he didn't. It, it took for another, you know, another type of uh, pay-per-view event. But for Rollins, you're looking at Rollins, I'm, you're like, ah, you know, everybody wants him. But, you know, if we're going to get, hopefully, Becky and Kofi to get those titles... Then something has to retain, you know, and you know, best known to everybody watching and being there, Rollins won the title. So it was a shock factor to get the intensity, to get the like the hype going of the event going in. And I think I think all the matches are actually set up great. All the big matches were spread out through the card, mm-hmm. and you know the intensity was up. Like it never went down. You never had like an off period or anything during the main. But. Were you going to have, like, a Brock Lesnar match, like, third? Like, the dude is, like, main event or nothing. I, you know, because Yo. he's one of the biggest stars, if not yeah. their biggest star. But he's, so not, it's he's, like, not, he's not have always main event at WrestleMania. I mean, at this point, as the, the champion, like, you're not going to have him in as the third match. So it was kind of like, you know, you 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 have him open up, you know you keep and, you keep his name like at a value. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like he's still Brock Lesnar. He's still yeah. he's still the fucking beast. But a lot of people, a lot of people say like the athletes. They say that opening up Mania is you know like a really good achievement. Like if you open up Mania and you open up with fire, like people remember that. Exactly. You know, so I I felt like that's what they did. They lived up to the opening of of Mania. It was hard hitting at first, and you saw, like he said, you saw curb, um, the curb sound three times on the beast. Yeah, he kicked him, you know, yeah, he gave him the, the uppercut to the nuts, but that's fire right there. Curb sound three times to somebody on the, st- to the street. Yeah, man. That's a felony charge. Oh, <laughs> so oh, sure. I believe when Seth did it to Brock, I was like, yeah, he's not getting up off of that third one. It's the beast layer right yeah, there. Yeah, for real. So, I, I honestly thought that that was a little disrespect to Brock Lesnar. What, that he took three? Songs? Uh, that it went down to two and a half minutes. Yeah. Not the three curve stomps. You need that three curve stomps to take a guy like that but out. Brock has to at least agree to that. If he agreed uh, no, to no, that, no, there's no... Uh, that's uh, my thing. Big uh, like course. big shout out to Brock for even yeah, agreeing to taking three curve stomps. He could have just been like, yo, he I did the job. He did the job. But does this mean, is that the end for Brock? You know, like, oh, no. is that what it is? Is that why you just fuck it? Let me get out of here and do whatever I got to well, do. Well, they were talking about him and Paul Heyman. Catching a flight to Vegas. Because they got meetings over there. Because they got meetings. And we all know that UFC is basically based out in Vegas. And uh, not too long ago, a couple of months back, he showed up at a Daniel Cormier fight. 
And they did like this whole WWE shtick. Like yeah, even Daniel Cormier got into it because yeah. you're everybody knows he's a big pro wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. he won't smoke. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to you, my brother. Yeah. So my thing to you guys is, do we do we think we see Brock finally get back to uh, UFC and maybe fight Cormier? Mm. I. Don't think he's done with the WWE. No, I do see not him jumping just like he did before. Yes. Because last time we saw Brock, you know, take a loss, we all thought, hey, you know, he could be done with the WWE. Like, this is, this could be it. Like, Came it could right be. Back. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is his trend. He jumps to where the good money is at or where the, you know, value is to his name. Yes. Everybody wants to see the Cormier fight. Why not? Why not give it to the people, you know? And Cormier is supposed to be a part of the WWE uh, umbrella somehow because they keep they keep trying to get him in, into doing commentating yeah, or some yeah, sort yeah. of you know uh, voice of the company. You know they're not trying to have him be active as a wrestler or anything like that. So it could be a it could be a good move if if that falls through for Cormier's end, but for UFC end. And Brock Lesnar, he could actually. It'd, I mean, it'd be good. It'd be good value. A lot. A lot of these guys are starting to cross over. I mean, we seen photos of uh, Cain Velasquez at the Performance Center. He just ended up signing with AAA. Hmm, that's pretty dope. You know what I mean? Yo, he's, he's going the big in the West community because of his Mexican heritage. He he wears that on his chest. You see brown pride on his chest. You know what I'm saying? Or I think it's on his back. Not, I'm not sure. <laughs> He's a gang member. He's a gang member. <laughs> all right. But it's all good. You know, he, he reps his people, though. Nah, like, yeah, that's, that's what's facts. up. You know what I'm saying? But another thing, it kind of, like, came to me. I was like, John Jones has been dying to fight Brock Lesnar. He's about 40 pounds less than Brock Lesnar, but John Jones ain't nothing to fuck with, and we know that. For sure. Yes, P, you know, PED test, he's not, he hasn't been clean for a couple of years, and, you know, a little... Little bullshit here and there. It doesn't fucking matter. When he gets into that fucking ring, that octagon, I should say, it's lights out, bro. He's going to fuck a nigga up. Who do you think is the better competitor for Brock Lesnar coming back? Do you think it's Daniel Comer or John Jones? Woodrow. I think no matter who it is, and this is just me being honest, even though Brock is a fucking beast, mm. I think no matter who he fights... They're probably going to wash him. Either one of Brock? those two guys. Yeah, one of those two guys. Those two. Uh, but who would you rather see fight Brock Lesnar? I who probably would want to see him fight Cormier. Cause he's Cormier? More, yeah, because he's more active. Shice. Same here. They already have history together as far as going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So that would be a more interesting match uh, fight to watch. And I honestly think that WWE should take it to a next level. And have that match at WWE, but I think it'll be too violent for that for the crowd. Yeah, they did. Uh, what? Uh, what was that? Bar for brawl or something like that? Uh, all for brawl? Where? Oh, all that the brawl, for all. brawl for all. They brawl had, for all. Brawl for all. That was the, the, mixed the martial boxing. Art. The, yeah. That was the boxing. That was the boxing. No, nah, it was past boxing. No, it, it was what, it was boxing. It, it was a it, grudge grudge boxing match because yeah, grudge match. yeah but was, um, they had at the end they had Bart Gun versus uh, and, Butterbean and Bart Gun got his shit rocked right yeah yes. but yo they but a lot of people within Snap like the circles shit. of pro wrestling say Bart, Bart Gun is not one to test no yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
But he they, got Butterbean. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They thought Dr. Death was going to be Bart Gunn. And then they Bart saw, Gunn. yeah, he Yo. bought the smoke to him. <laughs> Yo, word up, word up. Shout out real, to Bart Gunn. Yo, real quick about bringing the smoke to people. LP made me, not made me because I voluntarily watch as well, but we watched some uh, documentary on Viceland yesterday called Brody. <sighs> nice. The Brody King yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, yeah. that shit is. Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody. Yeah. That shit is fucking tough, bro. Like, and it's crazy. What's it about? The way he uh, died. The, the way like, he died in Puerto Rico. Like, I've already heard the story, but like now hearing it from Tony Atlas and his fucking I've fake version. Like, all Dude, this is crazy. Like, I'll, I'll all, be all this is crazy. And it's like, yo. I don't think his version is fake, Tony Atlas, because he he's recounted that same version on every platform that he had to talk about that night. And a lot of people kind of contest what what he was saying. You know what I'm saying? Like that, yo, it, it that shit is crazy, bro. Because at that time, bro, kayfabe was alive, my man. No, that dude was. The- Everybody thought. That Bruiser Brody was sick in the head, because of it, because of his character. And he was a smart ass dude. Exactly, bro. You know what I'm saying? But that's gonna be a conversation for another yeah. story. After we all watch it, we should comment. Yeah, on yeah, that. yeah, definitely, definitely. But another, another. Uh, I mean, besides, we could go oh, down man. the whole list uh, of matches. But I mean, there was like fucking 17 matches. Why go down the whole list? I just want to know, what was your favorite match or matches? If you have more than one, give me three. From WrestleMania, I like I like the AJ Styles versus Orton match. Yes, that one of my favorite fire, as well. Fire! What was your fire. favorite part of that match? Um, the fake elbow. Yes, the fake phenomenal forearm, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. And you know I'm an AJ Styles fan, one of my yeah. favorite wrestlers. Oh yeah. So, yo, he, t- he puts up a match. Bro. You know what was dope about that match? The commentary gold by J- Jerry Lawler. Because uh, they're they're saying that Randy Orton, you know, like. AJ's whole thing is that Randy Orton was handed everything because he's a third-generation athlete for the for the WWE, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. He's like, if he got handed everything, you know, when Randy Orton was about 15 years old, he's like, Bill, you know, Billy Bob, his, his dad told me this. He tried to run away from home, and his father said, let me get that as signing. <laughs> and then he was like, Randy Orton is the only child. He still wasn't his father's favorite. <laughs> Yo, just the shit, the little tidbits that Jerry Lawler was saying. It, it made that's the thing with commentary, man. If you have a great cast of commentators, the match could be ass, but they could yeah. bring the best parts of the match out for people at home to see. And you're like, wow, this was alright. It was not that bad. Not you know, nothing. Jerry Lawler always been fucking. He, oh, always been on top. On point, His one-liners are in. Impeccable. When the puppies Impeccable. came out. Yeah. Puppies! All puppies! Oh, he, he, he was fire, bro. He was, he was, he was always horny. <laughs> and the dude just, like, the commentary, like, with the jokes and, like, the heel. Like, he, he was, like, a heel commentator. Yeah. Because he was, he was always, like, going for the bad guy and yep. siding with the bad guy yep. and siding with the heels. Like, yeah, he was awesome. What else? Any other match stuck out to you? Uh, From the night? That was my favorite match. Um... The Kofi match was cool. The women's match was dope. Um, I don't know. Overall, I thought the Orin and AJ match was... The show stealer. Yep. That yeah. and uh, uh, Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese. Oof. That match was yeah. dope, too. They that, was, just, that was a sleeper right there. Yeah. Sleeper, bro. The fucking Iconics won the belts. 
They're oh, just great. Yo, they're great on the mic. I yeah, fuck with the Iconics. They're a legit tag the team. They're a legit tag they're team. Legit. They're legit. They're legit. They're uh, legit. Dude, they went for a handshake I with Braun. <laughs> Yo, they did a handshake <laughs> with Braun, or they went for one, and they put uh, their hands on top of each other for, like, one handshake for that big man. <laughs> oh. Yo, that shit. And they did it so smoothly, like, yo, and it just... Yo, the timing was they, just yo, right. Yo, they're game. on point with they're, each other. Yeah, they're on point real. with each other. Like, when they're in the middle of the ring and they do that stick, like, they're like, now the WWE Tag Team Champions will be iconic. <laughs> you know, in that Australian voice. Oh, my God, bro. They're, they're dope. You got the best impersonations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me do my Australian accent. Please, no, no. <laughs> Yo, where'd you go come out sounding Indian? Uh, what do you say before? Oh, I'm the I'm demon. demon. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm the demon. Uh. <laughs> He's like, that's not, that's not Irish? All right, so let me tell you about my favorite match at uh, WrestleMania. <laughs> it was the Kofi Kingston match. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Kofi, that, Mumbai. That's that's a T-shirt right there. That is a yo. Kofi Bumbaye. Oh, it's already That's trademarked. It's already trademarked and copywritten. Everybody, what? Kofi Bumbaye. <laughs> by the Twenty by Twenty podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Here we go. But nah, yo, uh, that match was really good. The Kofi Daniel Bryan. Just, yeah. If there was no title on it, if it was just a singles match, it was still official match. If it ended clean. Yeah. You had an official winner. They put both of their like bodies through like hell, man. They were throwing each. Throwing themselves over. Yo, they have such great chemistry, those two, bro. You see suicide dives. You see Kofi flying over the top rope with ease. Yo, come on, man. Like, he never disappoints. Randy Warren and AJ. AJ, What chemistry they got, bro. They're dope together. They're dope together, man. They are so dope together. Um, Well, with me, uh, those two matches really stuck out to me. They were two of my favorite matches, being the Kobe and Daniel Bryan match, and also the AJ and Orton match. But another match... And one match that goes without saying, the triple threat match, the triple threat women's match, phenomenal. I don't even I don't even need to talk about it because that match deserved the main event platform and they lived up to the main event platform. Even though they talked about there was a there was a botch at the end with the with the count that the ref counted before the shoulder went down, yeah. he ended up getting fined. Getting fined twenty five thousand. It's all good. They probably uh, make some good money. Yeah, but at the same yeah. time, if you watch it, even if it was a botch, it's a part of the angle. Because yeah. at the end of it, he was on the on the different and side. And that's something that he couldn't see where the shoulder was up. Come on, like he's one person. That's something that Ronda could come back with when she come back. Boom! There you go. I never really lost. It was a botch. Exactly. Come on, my shoulders well. That's but true. That, that could be part of the angle. I, I know you said Tony Nese versus um, Buddy Murphy was a sleeper. Another sleeper, which I haven't heard many people really talking about, is the Fatal 4-Way Tag Match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Now, that match didn't run more than 10 minutes as well. But that match was just fire from all angles. Yeah, it was. You know, Ricochet got to do his thing. Alistair Black, and I'm telling you, those two together... Don't break them up yet, man. Mm. Do not break them. I know they're great as singles competitors, but as a tag team, they're they are what AJ say phenomenal. I got a quick question. Do you think they need a name, or just leave them? Nah, Ricochet and Alex the Black. That's it. That's it. Because you know what? The only reason why Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard had a name is because they were part of the Four Horsemen. Mm. 
but besides that, there were Arn Anderson and Telly Blanchard. Sure, and they're sure. they're they're regarded as one of the best tag teams ever, sure. re- re- without a name. I like that. I like I like that, that comparison. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another, uh, uh, another thing that stuck out to me with uh, WrestleMania was the return of the Doctor, the Doctor oh. of Thugonomics. You mean midlife crisis, Cena? Respect my boy. Respect my boy. Yo, did I say he was gonna come back as a heel? He he's not a heel, bro. Yo, he's the doctor of thugonomics. Dogs, what are you talking he's about? He's in midlife crisis, and we're witnessing it in the middle Yo, of the bro, ring, and see, we're supposed to cheer this. Did you see the steel chain he had around his neck, bro? Yeah, yeah. the steel chain. He's nasty. Yo, he, <laughs> he got he got so much Yo, he is nasty. He, oh. And yeah. then WWE World Life. Yo, the, <laughs> yo, that was so nasty. See, see something like that. I know he didn't say nigga. But that's all that needed to be said. <laughs> like, other than that, like, what was, what the fuck is John Cena doing? What is all? But that's does, how. Does that's, anybody know about this character? All right, let me let me tell you something. Let me let me tell let me tell you that. Hold on, before Give that. One on So before that, during the ruthless aggression era, which they call that because of his first, when he first came up from OVW, his first match was with Kurt Angle. Had a great match on SmackDown against Kurt Angle. Almost gave Kurt Angle the L. But then he took the L. So during a tag team, it was a tag team tournament, and his partner was Billy Kidman. They lost in the first round, so he ends up attacking Billy Kidman. Right there, that was the heel turn. He comes back, I think it's the next week or two, as as this gimmick. Him coming to the ring, spitting 16s. Just getting at whoever he's about to face. Don't matter what it is, just get in at people. Bang, 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 bang. The only reason why that came out is because the wrestlers in the back all used to hear him rap. He was he was always rapping. So he was a heel. Yeah. As a rapper. Hold on, wait. So if he was a heel then, but so hold on. why can't this gimmick be heelish because now? Because he turned, he turned face while in that gimmick and then went into Super Cena after that. Mm. He, stopped, he stopped the whole rapping shit after a while and went into that Super Cena phase. And he's been there ever since. Him coming back as that, that was just probably just like a... Like an old day. Like, a, like, like, a, like yeah, yeah, like... Exactly. Not even only old. that, but just like a, a filler. To me, that looked like a filler in the in, in the in the whole event. Because, I look, listen. For him to turn heel, he would have to do something a little more major, bro. Like, if he would have done it at Mania... And cost and cost, title. And cost Kofi the title. And then and then kick the sixteen telling them how New Day is buns. (laughs) (laughs) That's heel. That's heel right there, bro. You suck my dick. Hold on. First off, the reason why we won't see John Cena turn heel is because at WrestleMania, he they just announced that he did his six hundredth make a wish. Yeah. You know. Yo, he's Whatever done he the does, most of any athlete in the world. Six hundredth. Oh wow! And the kid was there, like, that's pretty dope, son. So how are you gonna have that person who had his six hundredth, yo, make a make wish to somebody that may not see the ending of this year, have him turn heel? But Unless what if- the kid, I'll ask him, yo, please, <laughs> just 
be a heel. <laughs> Yo, well, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die today. Oh, oh, oh. That na- shice, that's nasty. That is, that's that's nasty, but that's fire. <laughs> Yo, imagine you would get on that. He just would he would have spit that spit that uh, sixteen a new day, and then looked at the kid like, "Yo, you rolling?" He, and then the kid's like, "Word life." Yo, <laughs> yo, because he just came out. He came out and he beat up. He beat up Macho Man's son because Elias is Macho Man's son, right? Yo, no, he's <laughs> not. Yo, he be looking straight like Randy what? What is he again? What is he again to the pod? You always call him the noob. It's <laughs> a joke, though, bro. I know, I know, I know. It's just fucking with you, man. Nah, yeah, but that's no, true. he's 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 fucking Macho Man on steroids, bro. He reminds me of Macho Man a lot, bro, in the face. Yo, he does. The, he, the, the beard, beard, the hair. The hair. Ooh. No, he but Macho oh. Man Black, bro. He Elias. had that nappy hair, bro. He looks like fucking Bruiser Brody to me. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. He let the beard and hair go crazy. Yeah, but like he just has mm. that Macho, and then when he does that 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 elbow from the top rope, it's pretty uh yeah, it's pretty, pretty Macho Man esque, like father like son. <laughs> <laughs> macho Man already impregnated somebody a good thirty two years ago. Elizabeth. Yo, it wasn't you, it was the curly-haired, uh, blonde lady from the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Macho, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but honestly, I felt like it was like midnight crisis for Cena. Yeah. But I enjoyed seeing Dr. Thugonomics come back, you know? <laughs> Dr. Midlife. Yeah, oh, yeah, for a fact. <laughs> if he took off that hat... It would have been so nasty to see that hair come out. Yeah, for real. Like, yo, dogs, you need hey, a cut. Hey, yo, yo, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, like, the bang just yeah, curled. Yo, fucking oh, comb man. over cowlick. Yo, um, who was, who else did you say, uh, LP, that was having a midlife crisis? Uh, well, at WrestleMania? Yeah, because of what they were wearing. Oh no, that was oh, on SmackDown. We're gonna get, we're gonna get Smackdown. there. We're no, gonna get there. It, it started at Mania though. Cause yeah, it was, he was at like, Mania. Yeah, because yeah, he was like, "Yo, what the fuck is he wearing?" <laughs> the right? Hardy Boys. The Hardys, bro. <laughs> it's very questionable they, seeing them. What those they are the, were. those are the forty-five-year-old guys at the E Pill party. Yo, we are past <laughs> those facts, though. Facts. Did your wire crazy? <laughs> Talking about how E Pills back Just in the day. So <laughs> they, they, they're, they're still trying to go to limelight. <laughs> T4 grinded out. Yo, yo, is Pasha still open? <laughs> yo, man. I, yo, their outfits are... Yo, we're past the nostalgia. We are past the nostalgia. Yo, we're past all that. We're past the chokers with the Jenko jeans. They gotta leave that shit behind, bro. Shits. <laughs> exit. Exit left. No, remember Club Exit? Not oh, Club Exit. Oh, man. But uh, any any other things that kind of come to your mind when you when you think of WrestleMania? I mean, all in all, the event was dope. That was, was pretty dope. It was. It ended with controversy. And I think I read it's the longest WrestleMania of all time. Yeah, I think it's one of the longest. I, I'm thinking it's getting too long now. Seven uh, hours. Yeah, because they had five the two, hours from two the hour pre-show, pre-show, two hour pre-show, and then and a then little I over like, five hours for the for the main show. So, um, I wasn't able to make it. Well, a few of us wasn't able to make it at a BC party. Oh, and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you did. So, please, full of sin, because I, I, I seen the pictures. Uh, and <laughs> Yo, let me just say this. My man, Fale was over there chopping niggas for $20. Oh, mm. my goodness. 
Did you pay? What? Hell fucking no. Who in their right mind is paying twenty dollars to get chopped by by Fale, bro? I would've. I would've. I would've, I would've taken it. Bare chested. Yes. Yeah. Everybody went there bare chested, bro. Yeah. I would've done it. And then if you if you try to like if you try to like one chop for twenty. One chop for and twenty. If you try to what? If you try to flinch. No, not I'm even. Fl- I'm one dude flinched and called it even worse. Oh. All right. Another dude tried to do it with his shirt on, and Fale just picked the shirt up. He's like, okay. Yeah. What? Just. Oh. I was like, yeah, bro. And then they, they, the one, the when the short Asian dude, they're like, another chop, another chop, another chop. He's like, all right. Gives him another twenty. Yo, dude, this guy, Fale made sixty dollars just off of that guy. While I was there, Fale must have made five hundred bucks. It's a pretty good business. Off of chops. It's insane. There was this fat Not dude there. Not the just ratted Fale out to the IRS. <laughs> like this guy just made this money. He's like, no tag, get him. <laughs> Tell us what else happened there, Nats. Check off. I know we've seen the the, uh, the guys from Well Culture. Was gonna get their shit ranged out. Let me tell you. Uh, supposedly, there's a beef between the guys at what culture, what culture, and the Bullet Clubs, especially the OGs, when they pulled out an article saying that the Bullet Club was dead. Basically, saying after Cody, Kenny, Young Bucks, and a couple other guys like Hangman Page left, like the Bullet Club was no more. So, you know, not only Fale, but Tama was the most vocal about it. Course he was, you know, and I mean, if you guys haven't seen it, it's all over the internet. There's yeah, we seen it, <laughs> we seen it, we heard it too. <laughs> you cut your shirt like that, you didn't even got muscles, buddy. <laughs> He's like, Wait, hold on, you drinking my beer? You drinking my beer? Get the fuck out of here. You know what? Mike Tyson got a voice like <laughs> there that, you go. And he knocked heads off. <laughs> there you go, yo. I mean, nobody, from what I heard from the inside, nobody put Haku on to that it's all a work. And Haku almost basically killed somebody. Oh, <laughs> That's the wrong person. You don't want to put in the joke. Yo, they didn't, they didn't put Haku on to the joke, so Haku thought his sons were getting come after. So, like any father, bro. If you feel like somebody's coming after your sons, you're gonna protect them, no matter how old you are and how young they are. You know, they could definitely carry their own, but if your father's Haku, you don't want that man seeing you in any problems, bro. Hey Nathan, wasn't uh wasn't Tama gonna put hands and feet on you as well? Oh, that was uh, T- Tanga Lao for no damn reason at all. What happened with that? <laughs> so I see him taking pictures with a whole bunch of random white people. Well, to me it was random. And and then I was like, Red I was like, yo, yo, Tonga. And he's like, oh, what's up? He said, yo, thank you for coming. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, you think I could take a picture with you? He's like, oh, these are close people from back home. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just chilling. He's like, yo, not really no pictures. I'm just trying to hang out. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, no doubt. My nigga, all good, all good. And then he's like, well, you know, if you want to, basically, if you want to catch this fade in the back, you know, I got you. And I was like, all right, cool. Sounds good. Went along with the joke. Thought it was a joke. And when that whole thing with Wolf Culture was going on, he just came straight up to me like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, holy shit, this shit is about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So I just, like, stood there like, all right, what up? 
Because I seen all these people who had just finished asking me, oh, aren't you part of the 20 by 20 podcast? Da, 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 da. I'm like, damn, how the fuck am I going to look if I run the other way and I'm over here repping the pod? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just stood there, seeing what up, and he just smirked at me and bounced. So I was like, oh, all right, all right. Probably that was just for the camera. Knott's basically put the 20 by 20 podcast flag on the floor, <laughs> took out a knife, and just started stabbing everything that came close to it. <laughs> no, I did it. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that was, you know, that was that was a really cool moment, not not for nothing. I still support G.O.D. all day. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, like like I said earlier, it was all the work, you know, it was all to like arouse the fans and everything like that. Because like even people around me like, yo, how the fuck that happened? Like, yo, where are you from? I'm like, damn, this nigga just put me on, bro. Yo, you know, like, that's how I felt. Like, I didn't feel that, like, I, I got disrespected or anything like that. Like, you know what would have been disrespected? If he pushed me or tried to smack me or something like that, that's a different story. You was you was almost an Instagram post. This close. That close. <laughs> Imagine. That would be tough. I, I might have to bum rush. I might hey, have to we bum made rush. it. I'm going to have to bum rush. I can't do, yo, I can't just stay on the floor if I get if I get hit or something. I'm going to have to use whatever energy's left from getting hit from somebody that's 230 pounds. That's right. Brolic. Fuck it. You know? But like I said, shout out to the BCOGs. Actually, shout out to Tama Tonga because they even said this. Everybody in the Bullet Club said this. It was his idea of making that block party and making it happen. Like, he's the one that did the due diligence and went far and beyond in order to make it happen so shout out to tama thank you for doing that for the fans as you can see by the thousand plus people that were there we appreciate you guys keep on moving the way you're moving and right now and i'm gonna say it right now maybe you guys won't agree with me been to a couple roh show but what they did to those men at madison square garden and took they luster took they shine fuck roh what happened? Explain Explain to the explain people. Explain that to Shay. So during yeah, the G1 Supercard, yes. G.O.D. became double champs, yeah. meaning they got the ROH tag titles and the New Japan heavyweight tag titles. Then when they're about to celebrate their win in the same arena that their father has celebrated multiple wins, not only Dolo, but as a tag team with Andre the Giant. You're going to take these guys shine by having Enzo and Cass. Mind you, I'm not even an Enzo hater. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, when he came out when he came out in Wale Mania, I was probably one of the three people that didn't boo him while the other 600 did. You know what I'm saying? But for them to just come out of nowhere and it wasn't even... And supposedly it wasn't even part of the, the shtick... Like that shit is whack, my nigga. So who who um, who authorized that? Yeah, ROH. Supposedly they're they're fucking with ROH. It's not concrete yet. I haven't seen anything concrete about it. But all that all that was. So you're back because they took their shine at that. Yeah, end. man. Like that shit is whack, my nigga. Whack. And then their, you know, their their women's division is ass. So many different people they could have signed, but yet they're letting AEW 
NXT, WWE, and other promotions sign all the major top talent within the women's division throughout the world, then they go sign two two girls that showed up with Mandy Leon. I even forgot their name. I think Beauty Squad, something like that. From Impact, they didn't do nothing through Impact. Like, they ass in the ring. And you got that still in the moment. Like, if it wasn't for New Japan, that whole that whole event would have been ass on, on ROH's part. I didn't see ROH do anything of, anything of valid. You didn't think the triple threat for the title was good with Matt Taven winning? Only thing, bro. Only thing, bro. Honestly, I agree with what you said, bro. I you can't, I saying? can't, like, yeah. I can't argue with that because I, I thought that was a shoot real quick when it happened. I'm yeah, like, Yo, no, it looked like a shoot, but then they, there's other, there's other camera angles where they're coming out from like the player locker room. Yeah, exactly. And then you, so see, it was, it, it was, you and know. And then you see the security guards not doing anything. You wait till Bubba Ray come out, and then you know a couple of other wrestlers come out just to like get into a brawl. Exactly. And it's bro. just like, yo, uh, this is like a work, and you're doing that at the wrong moment. You're taking away God shine. Like, what's up? With I that? just felt like their shine was taken away. And if they are holding your tag titles, like, come on, bro, let them get, let them get their, you know, let them get their moment. Treat them better. You know what I'm saying? They just got the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Titles stolen by Yano. Let, yo, all they're doing is holding up your tag belts, and you're going to steal that moment, that that one picture that could have been on an article somewhere. You know what I'm saying? On, on, on Yeah, Sports Center, Sports Center uh, anywhere. Could have been in a J- Japanese article. Sports Illustrated, anywhere. Their- I'm just talking about within the States. Yeah. You know, but it is what it is. Like I said before, shout out to G.O.D., B.C., O.G., all day. Let's go. Bullet club, fo, 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 so fo next, life. really quick, Nats, just because I'm interested. I didn't go to these events. Wally Mania, you went to also. Yes. How was that? Cause Phenomenal. A bunch of wrestlers. Phenomenal. Freaking Kofi was there. Samoa Joe was there. The whole Kobe's New Day was there. there. New uh, Day. Corey Graves, like I said. Uh, also, Crime Time, like I said. Uh, Booker T. Ricochet. Cedric Alexander. Uh, Leo Rush, Bobby Lashley. Yo, it was. Do you feel like wrestling was at a great like point right there? Like I'm gonna keep it like this. Wale Mania is gonna be that type of event that is gonna be known to get you ready for WrestleMania. That's what's up. The energy within that crowd. You you seen people in that crowd that don't even listen. To wrestling, I, like don't even realize <laughs> they don't even listen to hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they were having a great time. You know, well, maybe they listen to alternative music, rock, heavy metal, whatever it may be. But you know what? They're gonna stick in their corner, smoke their weed, and wait for their be- wait wait for the wrestle they they were looking for to come out. Pray that Post Malone drops out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's. It was a phenomenal group of people there. And, yo, the best thing about it, bro, no fights. Everything was love. Oh, shout out to MVP that was there. Te- uh, Teddy Hart. Oh, man. MVP was another, yo, much respect to MVP. Dude, shout out to you with that West Side Gun photo. Oh, yeah. That's boop, 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 boop. That's I the think culture that, that right was there. freaking <laughs> tough. You know they were they were all really good people to meet. They were all really good people. To was meet. Teddy Hart in the crowd or? Was nah, that was like... that was after after it when when we all left and shit. 
I was after that. Was he with his cat? Nah. I would have been awesome. His what cat is fucking doing? cute as shit. Caught him at the store again. No, a like, and I, co- coming, coming out, and he's getting out of a cab, trying to get into Wally Mania. Oh, nice. So, I mean, it, it was it was dope. It was dope. A really dope event. Oh, man. Shout out not only to Wale, but also to Wrestle Rap, Kaz, and Emilio Sparks for hosting, doing the live podcast. Oh, Charlie Caruso was there. They interviewed her. I mean... Phenomenal shit, man. Beautiful shit. Excellent. You know what I'm saying? I got a question for you guys. So, Eminem just has, like, a deal coming out with, you know, WWE. Yeah. He's, you know, Yeah, yeah we, 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 we spoke about that a couple episodes yeah. back, yeah. Do you think in the future he might end up at a Wale Mania and actually make that into a bigger thing? Like, mm-hmm. if he ends up being there? Nah. Yeah, you never know. Money talks. Hey, yeah. that hip-hop talks, too. People you know, people that were there for Wale Mania, bro, it's like either they, they're it's mad It's organic. Cool. You have yeah. a shady artist. It's organic. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter, bro. I don't, I, matter. I've never really, like, heard about Eminem and wrestling till exactly. now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Wale true. Mania is organic because you know these dudes is wrestling. <laughs> You know, they talk they're, about they're wrestling. wrestling fans, Shout bro. out to Kush God, because that's yeah, how I Kush, know. Also, oh, Kush God was there. Word. Represents fucking yo, dude, just dropped Kush God, seven. Yo, Kush, yo, dude, Kush God, Wale, and West Side Gun did the, the two suite in the middle of the stage together. And he's like, this is where hip-hop meets wrestling. Awesome. When I seen that, I'm like, oh, I heard, man. Dude, I saw Tyler Bates on the side of the... Tyler place. Bates is there. Yo, there's mad wrestlers there just lounging out. Dude, just chilling. Just chilling. Just chilling. Oh, the Wrestling Classic. Dope-ass Instagram page. If you guys don't know it now, I don't know why. Yeah, he was like... there. Cool motherfucker. <laughs> uh, damn, man. So, so many. So, just... just so many people I got to bump into and actually politic for a few. You know, it was it was a great, great event. I see you had make took a picture with Mick Foley's daughter. Oh yeah, her and Frank the Clown and Luke Harper. Luke Harper, Luke Harper too. Harper word. That's Shout out to Luke Harper. That looks mad. <laughs> like oh, it's a sighting. It's like, for real. It looked like a Sasquatch sighting. Word. It's a Yeti. That's, that's where he's been. He's been in hip hop underground. <laughs> Yo, people don't know Luke Harper's a, a real hip hop head too, man. Facts. A real hip hop head. Yo, shout out to Samoa Joe for his uh Hove rendition on stage. Yo, I see that. On the gram. Yeah, that was yo. Fire. <laughs> I was fired. I was fired. Oh man, yo. Shout out to Mania Weekend. Mania Weekend is fucking phenomenal. It is really <laughs> Oh my god, it's so amazing. But um Oh, P said he's drained from wrestling. Yeah, I'm tired of because that this was a whole week. week was, it was a yeah. week. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Think about it. From basically Wednesday to today, <laughs> Wednesday oh. to Wednesday, you know, real, fucking bro. craziness, man, craziness. Um, good. Well, I mean, we got the uh, Raw after Mania, SmackDown after Mania. It's not as hyped up or wasn't as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Good. Yeah, or, or like how Peter Rosenberg likes to say, mage. Mm. Wasn't that great. 
out, actually, we finally got the debut of Lars Sullivan on Raw. Mm. And we saw him on SmackDown as well. Uh, the crowd really wasn't into him like that. They weren't. They were chanting, you can't wrestle. No surprise there. Um, I mean, he was really dope in NXT. Maybe it was because of the way he came out in his entrance, how they had like the white lights behind him and everything is dark, so they gave him that silhouette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's just a big dude that moves pretty well in the ring. But right now, he's just coming out beating up niggas left and right. That flying headbutt he did was fire. That he gave big, Kurt Angle. Yo, that big dude? Yeah, that shit was... <sighs> he flew. That's my problem with his debut. Like, they use it on the wrong people. You feel me? Like, I don't feel like his, that was impactful to me on Kurt Angle or on Jeff and Matt Hardy. You feel me? Like... No, I mean, with the Hardys, it, it was it was ass. Like, they just won the tag title, so now they get fucked up by Lars. Like, makes no fucking sense. <laughs> like, to me, it, it made no sense. Maybe other people seen it in a different way, but that shit just looks stupid. I looks feel, stupid. Yeah, it feels like a poor way of explaining somebody somebody is chaos. Yeah. You know, they're taking over Braun Strowman's uh, old gimmick, where he just was destruction. Mm. You feel yeah. me? I feel like that's what they should do with Braun. Take him back to that. But that little thing that they have with him and Samoa Joe was pretty tough. So. Yeah, I think they're going to give him a little, little Yeah, no, he, Lars is getting a, a, an amazing push. It's, it's about to happen. I don't know how or with who, but, you know, we're going to see what happens. I, I'm still not hyped about it. If he has anxiety issues, I'm just hoping it doesn't reoccur. You know what I mean? Because it, it'll really, it'll really, like, you know fuck up the process but i'm just hoping that he's as as good as he is now that he's good to go and and perform yeah because they was putting out those promos and those vignettes yeah he he was like the next big big thing coming they didn't know where he was gonna go and then that happened when he um he had an anxiety attack yeah in january so. Yeah, I, maybe maybe it was all the pressure of just seeing all that on TV. Like everybody that was coming up at that moment was pro, was promoted together. Like Lacey Evans, um, Heavy Machinery, EC3. Uh, who else was promoted there like that? Oh, um, Gargano. Like all these guys were promoted together, and they will have a different vignette for him. You know, right. maybe maybe it was like you know having that pressure. That, created the anxiety maybe he's he, he's actually coming to grips with it and you know he'll perform pause <laughs> uh, another thing on raw and would you actually pointed this out raw. he was asking why are they using elias to basically get scrubbed out by former stars well you can't say former stars because they're still kind of stars in the game but for older guys like cena the vets yeah, at, at Mania, and then Undertaker at Raw. Raw. Yeah, Undertaker pulled up with his baldy. Yeah, I, I know he got long hair, but he still got a baldy. He got the baldy in front. He got the Hogan. <laughs> Dude, that choke slam though was serious. That was he looked, but yo, he looked in, in amazing shape, not for nothing. Yeah, it's like keto diet. Remember, I brought it up. Like, man, that's <laughs> it, it was a good little entrance for Undertaker though. Yeah. like you use Elias to introduce him. Like he but, throws a diss and then he shows up like, yo, come on. You know, when when SM2 first came came with this question, I actually had to think about it for a while. And 
it kind of sucks because this comes down to the fact of another example of WWE having way too much talent. People saying that they don't have the right talent, they don't have enough to actually put put out a good show, but they do. It's just it's hard to write for all of them. So if they're going to come to you with something, either you do it or you don't. And then if you don't do it, who knows when you're going to be on TV next. Maybe you're going to be relegated to being on main event, something that's only shown on the WWE Network and is not shown by everybody. Everybody's not watching that either. People are probably watching it when they're fucking bored and they have nothing else to do. There's nothing else on TV. And they were like, all right, let me see what happened on main event. You know, probably because they read something online that caught their attention on main event. But... I think Elias, through the year, is going to build up again. He was built up at one point last year where it looked like he might get uh, the Intercontinental Championship but didn't didn't get it. I feel like a singles title is coming, not the Universal or WWE Championship, but I also I feel maybe he's going to be in the realm of the United States IC title. Who's that? Elias? Elias. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, he's I a great so. talent, man. Great talent, knows how to engage with the crowd, knows how to get everybody working, and he's good in the ring. Yeah, he's not, a, he's not a, he's not a, uh, you know, a schmuck. I, I just think the whole fucking guitar thing kills it, and it's probably gonna set him to a standard of this is gonna be the guy like the skit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think they're gonna look at him as a, a as a big champion. He's gonna be the honky talk man. I see. You know, I see. One of the greatest. Longest reigning yeah. intercontinental champion. But I'm talking about like the gig, you know? But not as big. What? You can't go wrong with that. Like, he could play and stuff like that. So. Yeah, he actually could play the guitar. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> he always changes up the riffs and knows how to play with the. Like, play at the fans' emotions. So, I, if they cheer for him, he knows how to turn that and have them boo in an instant. Like, with his little lyrics, his little yeah. rhymes yeah. and stuff. I just feel like too long, Jingles. too much of the, you you put him through too much already as far as his losing, you know, losing everybody. Yeah. That to turn him around some way and just make him champion and be a great champion, I don't see that happening. All right. Well, uh, through SmackDown and Raw, we've seen people from SmackDown on Raw. We've seen people from Raw on SmackDown. You know, it... it I felt like it was kind of giving us a preview oh, to what's gonna, yeah, to what's gonna happen next week with the shakeup. But let me put out this question to you fellas over here: What do you think, or who do you think will change brands? I could see the split with New Day. That's one thing that really stuck out to me for some reason. That I think. Biggie and Xavier Woods is gonna go to Raw, and Kofi's gonna be left on SmackDown. You know who I'm gonna say? AJ Styles is going, going to, to Raw. Raw. I can see that. And AJ too. Styles, Seth Rollins, sometime future, would be a great fucking match for the Universal Title. I see that happen in SummerSlam if that shakeup happens. Mm. I see that happen. Uh, if that happens, I can see Roman Reigns going to SmackDown. And he'll probably be the one to get the belt from Kofi. I see that happening. Those two changing and the belts changing hands at Mania. Uh, not at Mania, at SummerSlam. So you see Kofi being champion all the way to SummerSlam? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that too. 
Kofi being champion till SummerSlam. I hope he gives him a you know gives him probably a hundred day title reign, but you know something. I hope it extends more than that, but I would love for it to extend until at least Survivor Series or maybe Royal Rumble. Give him decent line, like stories. With yeah. It? yeah, hell yeah, bro. that'll be amazing. Hell yeah. I think he could he could do he's done he's done it on his own before with a single title. He could do it again. Sure. You know? Who do you, who else do you guys see? I see the good brothers going to Raw. Like the good brothers, uh New Day, two thirds of New Day, and Sanity going to Raw to beef up that tag division. What do you guys see? I don't think Raw needs single wrestlers, to be honest. Just that one, AJ Styles. And then you just switch over AJ Styles for Roman. I'm going to say also Brock Lesnar going to SmackDown and surprising people. Mm. That would be dope just because of the Fox deal. That's why I'm thinking Roman over to SmackDown. You know what I'm saying? What's yeah. best for business? They're saying the official shakeup is next week. So, we'll see. See what happens. So, like I said, people from Raw going over to SmackDown during during the shows this week, we seen McIntyre on SmackDown. And he was in a segment that had to do with New Day and the bar. I don't know what the beef the bar got with New Day right now and Kofi being champion, but that shit is fucked up right now. And then they come out with McIntyre. The first thing I thought, I was like, damn, did they just bring McIntyre over to win the WWE Championship away from Kofi Kingston? Like, what I want is at least till SummerSlam. What I hope is at least until Royal Rumble, like I said before. But do you think McIntyre will be the one to take it away from him? Nah. I, I like early, like I'm saying, like that rain that I, I was talking about, like that bullshit 30 day rain. I don't think he'll be, he'll be the first one. Okay. I think whoever takes it has to, the feud has to be hot. Like, it's got to be something popping. Like, it's got to be something real good. Yeah. Like, they can't just half ass it because the way Kofi won it, like, it was just too, like, it was too hyped because everybody was, everybody was backing him. So it has to be, like, a situation where, like, somebody just as hot comes and takes it from him. And I think that's it's gonna be a while till that happens, and I don't think McIntyre is that person. All right. What do you think? Nah, well, I don't think McIntyre is gonna take him from him. Like you said, I think Kofi's gonna go for <clears throat> probably SummerSlam. Um, but the rivalry might be a good one if okay. he does come to uh, SmackDown. Yeah. Um, whatever. And uh, yeah, that'll be something nice to watch. The bar, new day. Yeah, yeah I kind of hope they split up the bar. Oof! They they split up the bar. They're not gonna split up the bar. They gotta give so Cesaro a push wherever he at. That's what I'm talking about. They gotta He's give him a push with that taxing. But fellas, this right here is real to quick clo- before Ooh. you close out. Just before you close down. I know, just real quick. Is there anything else? Yeah. Have we seen the last of Dean Ambrose? Like, for real, for real? Well, they had a curtain call of his. I'm like, what the fuck? They had a curtain call for him 
during the end of Raw. It wasn't it wasn't taped because it was after the taping ended. But Seth Rollins was in the middle of the ring. Uh, New Day had just already left. And he called out for Roman Reigns to come. And then he called out for Dean Ambrose to come. And they were all there, you know, they were all saying how much... Basically, you know, love each other or whatever. Jesus, Lord. Anyways. So, you know, they did the fist in the middle of the ring, the whole shield stuff, and they rolled it into the sunset after they that. just came shield once again <laughs> for a millionth time. Nah, 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 but... Where's Ambrose, he going? Ambrose said that, he, you know, he said that, um, you know, he thanks all the fans for everything, but, you know, he, you know, basically he out. Now, from what I was reading... A E W. No, actually, one one guy in WWE was talking about that he already has multiple indie events booked already for when his contract ends. Another person says he's not really leaving; he's just taking time off, and he's gonna come back months later. So there's no definite answer, but I mean, it, it's going to the point where they have nothing planned for him now. You know. If they're having a shakeup, they could have easily sent them over to SmackDown. Easily, you know, rebuild them, but they're not going to do what he wants to do. So where the whole farewell shit come from? Did it come from the WWE? Well, WWE is the ones to put it out, saying that he's not going to... Like, you know, after WrestleMania, his contract's up, and Dean Ambrose hasn't resigned, all this other shit. It was going around already on the internet, and then oh, no. they just put it out there. WWE? Yeah. Like, they made an announcement? Yeah. Mm. You know how many announcements like that have they made in the past? <laughs> I have no clue. Probably zero. Diesel. Oh, when Diesel and Razor left. With Diesel left. You're right. And he did leave. What? What the? Like how? What they say? That he was a uh, basically resigning. That he that he was leaving the company. They actually made an announcement of all that. Mm. Interesting. That's the only one I know. So there you go. <laughs> you know, that's all that's really there. I, I don't see him coming back. Because why why hype it up and talk all that shit that he leaving just for him to be still there? I think it's a work. And if he does, if he does see, we do see him in the Indies, then I'm going to be surprised, bro. Because this whole time, I'm like, nah, I didn't really like. I still don't think it's real. About to see him at HLG in May. ICW. <laughs> yeah. Right in the gym. You gotta, you gotta Yo. wait a certain amount Dean of time. Dean Ambrose versus Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Yo, but... <don't>, <laughs> yeah. Dean Ambrose versus PCO. Yo, don't you gotta wait a certain amount of time before you start wrestling? There's a 90-day clause, but I don't think he has that in his contract. In order to, in order to you know, wrestle. But who else we're gonna see? Who else we're gonna see? Dean Ambrose versus Teddy Hart. Now you're gonna Sabu. see you're gonna see Sabu. A, you're gonna see a tag team of Dean Ambrose <laughs> and Teddy Hart versus the Masseuses. <laughs> <laughs> What's their names? I totally forgot. Baseballs, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> that dude is crazy. Yo, fun fact: one of those dudes uh, from Bayside, right? He was one of the guys. Like the the entourage that uh, Dave Batista had for his uh, entrance to WrestleMania this year. Oh, dope! Yeah, shout out to him. Worked with our boy Luigi and Mercedes. Bayside Queens, by the way. 
Yeah. Just giving people his info. <laughs> Not Bayside, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> so, guys, <laughs> anything you want to say before we wrap it up? And I think we caught up on everything, right? I think so, too, man. We tied this up in a nice little knot. <laughs> <laughs> so much to say. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you guys have a song you want to play at the end? Play a wrestling song at the end. You want to close out with uh, somebody's entrance? <laughs> We're gonna let's close play, out let's with. Play with a West Side Gun song. Says. Oh uh, no, Doctor of Thugonomics. Word like. Oh, this is yeah. crazy. Play Mark Henry sexual chocolate. <laughs> shit is fire, bro. I literally listen to that shit sometimes. <laughs> well, this is the end of episode forty-nine. And we are the 20 by 20 Podcast. I'm Nathan McFly. With Mr. Shice. And that's him too. And LP Dangerously. <laughs> Catch you on the rebound. Hey. Understand I paint these pictures cause I'm living like it When I spit it makes you feel like you got hit with lightning I showed up with the whole shipment when my script was biting Before 20 they put my name in the big indictment My plug indecisive, same word, different price that about Baby Ben's logo on a windshield wiper And I got two possession charges for a pistol license Me trappers running out they building when I get the indictment with money, coppin' blue ice, I spent brick money, booking jet blue flights, new white Christian lose with the blue spikes, uh-huh. Maserati, Levante with the blue lights, yeah, duffel in my trunk, bad on a wheelbarrow, my dog came with 50 large to my Bill Harris, the pop bust in 2010 and I can still hear it, I love my mom but that hard was my real parents, let's go, who run the city the most, I let this 50 yards for this bitch it was smoke I ran my chips up so I can just pick up your hoe I get my dick sucked then I convince it to go uh, It's me, fully loaded ratchet, I'm a pistol squeezer I take off my jacket, see this big old Nino With my bitch jumping out of traffic in a little beamer Got the ops names tatted on my trigger finger Ayo, bricks in the Louis V, duffel masterpiece collection Ayo, y'all be shell shit is ass from each direction The niggas that you idolize, I'm least impressed with Got your bitch on the bus looking like she pregnant Peru flakes, got me D or home, low top, rose drop 13 games with the nose chop, stone top my shooter come over, slip out the whole block, whole block. Hand me five locks, load up the whole side Had to spend 60 in the shoot, 23 and 1 500 puppies, all I knew First day, anyway I go Nigga, who is who? Get my car ready, filled up my locker And I'm boom, and I'm boom. Turkey logs in my fried rice Get my spot at the microwave You gon' die tonight, die tonight Oh, five, 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 five
Rest in peace, scoop free, slide me, slide me. They act like they forgot. I'm about to hit him with that fatal shot. I leave him laying in a vacant lot. Try to take my chain, you just gon' take a shot. I take the block and whip the shit, I scrape the pot. No shooters on my team, they what the Lakers got. Zero games, bank the stop. I throw trips, take the pot. I'm on top, you ain't gon' take my spot. I bet all this paper in this mason box You better have something to fire with you I fire missiles when you bleeding like a lion pitching Fuck you and them niggas riding with you I'm here to terrorize the game Four five on me, I'm Spider Mitchell I don't tuck my necklace, I'ma leave it out You said you better than me, but you broke That shit don't even out My young boys eating like they never seen a drought In my trap, everybody weighing like it's Keenan out they say my shit is album of the year and it ain't even out And yet I'm still the one you seem to doubt uh, Out in Cali, I brought the demon out Riding through Calabasas, took the scenic route Bag on the back seat in case I need a house With a bitch that keep trying to pull my penis out I live a hell of a life, I'm impelling the knife Inside a competitor just to sever and slice I'm stepping from the stripe, I'm better than nice I want your necklace of your life and I ain't telling you twice Look, I came a long way from measuring white I got right, flooded the sky, dweller bezel with ice My man shot a nigga daughter by mistake He took a quarter, asked him why he copped out He said that's better than life I feel you nigga Shame, shame You know what's up nigga